0: Hey everyone. Welcome to Are You Afraid of Ghosts? My name is Jessica Gulliford. And this is actually a mini episode. It's been a while since we've done one of those. And it's episode mini episode seven. Um, This is just uh, compiled of various ghost stories that don't have anything to do with one another. They are not tied together to one particular topic. Uh, My name is Jessica Gulliford, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Some of them are going to be tied to Halloween. Some of them aren't. Okay, here it goes. This one's called The Halloween Mask. As a young girl, I grew up in an area of Little Britain called Ballpoint. I was the type of kid that was loud and known by pretty much everyone in the neighborhood. I would stand on my front deck and yell hello to almost anyone that would acknowledge my existence. Oddly enough, it was the night before Christmas on this specific occurrence. It wouldn't surprise me in the least if my brother told me that they played with a Ouija board at some point or another. Anyways, my sister and I had been put into bed. I had the top bunk and my sister had the bottom at this point. I remember my feet being so cold, I climbed out to bed to get a pair of socks out of my closet with folding double doors. I grabbed the wand door and opened it nothing. Socks were on the other side, so I pulled back the other door. I had plastic hanging cubbies for my socks and underwear and such. I had never seen something so real and so scary as such a young kid as I did that night. Looking into the center cubby, there sat what looked like my brother's mask and a hand in each cubby on either side of the head. To give you an idea of what this mask looked like, here is the best description I can give. The hair was short, and a light forest green, and its face was three or four shades lighter than that. It had large large nostrils, big white teeth like a werewolf, and almost had the the look of a very large gremlin head. Anyways, this thing was sitting there staring at me. I thought it was some stupid joke my older brother was pulling on me, but something just didn't feel right. So I decided I would reach for the head and confront my brother with it. As my hand got closer, I remembered those eerie eyes following my hand as it got closer. I stopped and took a step back, shaking like a leaf. My socks were wet with what looked like blood. It moved its long fingers and its eyes didn't stop looking at me the entire time until I shut the closet doors. So I did what any normal little girl would do. I screamed and tore off looking for my dad. When I finally got his attention, I dragged him into the, my room as fast as I could. When we re-entered my room, he went up to the closet with me hiding behind his legs, waiting to see that horrible creature again. He opened the door, and nothing was there. It could have, couldn't could have been my brother, or the fake blood would have still been on my socks. To this day, I cannot explain what happened that night, but it still refra- remains fresh in my mind, even though I am now 25 years old. Since I was spiteful about what happened, I took it upon myself to scare it off. So instead of hiding under my bed sheets, I chose to camp out in a sleeping bag in my closet. This one's called, What Was on the Railroad Tracks? This happened to my husband back in 2007 on Halloween night of all days. My husband called me to tell me as soon as it happened, and it's been boggling his mind ever since. He works for the railroad, and one night... While on the train going south, he and his engineer passed through a small county between San Antonio and Laredo. Laredo? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Something he's done for five years when something caught their attention. Up ahead on the tracks, my husband saw someone lying on the tracks, which is pretty typical suicides, drunks, etc. And he told the engineer to slam on the brakes. The engineer saw the guy too. And so he pulled the emergency brakes, but of course it takes about a mile for a train going 70 miles per hour to slow down. What they both saw was an older man with a beard who was lying on his side facing the train. When the man saw the train as it got close, he put up both of his hands in a defensive manner and he had a frightened look on his face. Well, before they knew it, they slammed into the guy and the train finally stopped. My husband and the engineer were shaken up and my husband called his manager to tell them what happened. He told them to call the local, local authorities and state troopers, etc. Well, everyone showed up and when they looked under the train, nothing. There was nothing at all. My husband and the engineer were embarrassed because everyone was there to investigate and there was nothing under the train. They swore that they had ran over the guy because they heard the thumping sounds as the train kept going. They walked back to the point of impact and there was nothing. No blood, no clothes, shoes, etc. They called in the canines and he couldn't pick up a scent. If they had hit someone and he ran off, there would have been blood or something, or I'm sure he wouldn't have gone far anyway. The local cops were like, oh, a while back a bunch of kids were throwing mannequins off this bridge, so it was probably a mannequin. But it was impossible because of what they saw. So who knows what happened that night? My husband isn't much of a believer, and he isn't frightened by anything like this or ghost stories, but it makes you wonder. This one's called The Clown from the Halloween Store. So this year I went shopping for Halloween decorations. I went to the store called Spirit Halloween. My mom said her friends recommended it. When we went inside, there was a lot of cool, realistic Halloween scares. There was one that I really liked. It was a bloody clown. And when you step on the trigger, it raises a knife and lets out a very soft but ominous shh. I wanted my mom to get it, but unfortunately, she did not want to spend too much money. She got a silly spider, a triggered dead girl, and an orange light bulb. I have no idea why she got them. And we left. But the clown I thought was that was cool soon turned to be scary. I began to have nightmares about it, and I saw a few of my neighbors decorating their house with that clown. Even when I went to see a neighbor's, that's my age, if they had the clown, I'd run down their driveway like a crazy person, and I'd just run back to my house. One night, when I was doing my homework, I heard a freaky shh that I recognized, obviously from the clown. I began to freak out, and I had to finish my stupid math homework. I kept on hearing the freaky shh sound, and finally I finished my homework. I put my book away and convinced myself I was imagining it. But while I was in my bed texting with friends, I heard that stupid shh sound from my closet. I just had to tell my mom. I told her, but obviously she did not believe me. Now I think I was imagining it. This one's called Hello Woods. I'm here to share a short encounter of what happened since Halloween night This might sound confusing, so please bear with me. I am a coming-home Wiccan, meaning I am new to the religion. Long story as to why I changed, but I won't get into that. I met with a local coven who was having classes on the craft. To further explain this, in covens, which is nothing satanic and nothing to be scared of or looked down on, in order to join and to be a serious member, you usually have to do a few classes and some public events, such as sam heen october 31st and yule december 21st well i am in the process of doing this the class was held at an older member's home in the middle of the woods and when i say middle of the woods it was just a road and a whole lot of trees of course the first time i was going there i was terrified especially because i was isolated but i found my way and went into the class after having a lovely evening i bid them farewell and got into my car I turn out of the driveway and I see a shadow in front of my car. I instantly took it as I'm just imagining things because I'm freaked out because of my surroundings. As I continue down the road, I see something run into the road and I slam on my freaking brakes so hard the ABS system light turns on. After stopping, I look up and nothing is there. No one is around, just the woods. I look behind me and nothing is there. I didn't run over anything. It looked like a dog of some sort, to be honest, but since it was nighttime, and my high beams can only light so much, I honestly have no idea. Another incident, which I am sure is unrelated to the first, was the same night when I came back home and was changing into my pajamas for the evening. My hair on the left side of my face blew in front of me. The AC is not on, as it is fall and winter time now, and no one was by me. My boyfriend's mom was fast asleep, and my boyfriend and his brother were not home. I look around, and not even the dog is awake. I was freaked out, so I change and run into the room under the covers and try to close my eyes. Obviously wide awake, I just lay there for a while and try to rest. I am not sure how long I was laying there, but I hear this distinct whisper in my ear saying, Hello. I flipping freaked out and called my boyfriend, telling him to come home. I have no explanation for the hello. I was not asleep. It was a male whisper, and the only other person with me in the house was a female. And the dog, though he is male, cannot say hello. This one's called What Have I Unleashed? My experience all started on Halloween 2000. I was at my best friend's house, house, Sue, and another girl named Sarah was also there. We were trying to do something fun. Well, earlier that day, I had went to the store in the mall and bought the Ouija board that glows in the dark. I brought out the board and we all figured it would be even scarier if we went to a local graveyard to play with the board. We arrived at the graveyard around 11.50 p.m. and found a perfect spot to fit to sit under a huge oak tree where the full moon shone through the tree down to the board. It was kind of spooky. We started the session with me saying, I asked, is there any spirits here who want to speak with us? Yes. Sue asked, how many spirits are here with us? Three. Sarah asked, what was Elizabeth's real mother's name? Angel. She was asking about my real mother's name, Amadabde. I asked, is there anyone here who died of a horrible death? Yes. As soon as that answer came, we heard a loud scream from the back left side of the graveyard. The graveyard is the sides of a football field. We were in the middle of the graveyard. We all ran and jumped into my car and left. Later that night, when we were all sleeping, I was awakened by the same scream we heard in the graveyard. I sat up since I was laying on the floor and looked around the, at the bed, up on the bed, at my friends to see if they were playing a prank on me, which they were both passed out sleeping. The next morning, we were making brunch when I asked my girlfriends if they heard the scream last night when we were sleeping. They both looked at each other and then back to me and said, no, Elizabeth, we didn't hear anything last night. The rest of the day was all right until I returned to my home and was sleeping and I was awakened again to the same scream. That had happened for about two good months of being awakened here, hearing the scream until one night I was asleep when I was awakened to the scream. This time... Instead of it just going away, I started to smell this god-awful smell, like rotten eggs in my room. I looked around for the suspect of the smell, but I couldn't find anything. I laid back down and had drifted to sleep when I was touched on my left foot. I sat up in bed and there was something on the foot of my bed, and it was a lady. She was dressed in all black, with a black veil covering her eyes. I asked her what she wanted. She opened her mouth and all that came out was that god-awful scream again, and she vanished into thin air. I've heard the screams and the smells since then, but the lady, I've never seen her again. I've told that one before, guys, and I still love it. Just want to throw that one in there. Okay. Um, the voices from the Dead, recording. As you all know, Halloween has passed, but the experiences that I've encountered did not. My grandparents' house had been haunted for many years. There was a Ouija board once locked away in our house. Just to give you a backstory of my first experience, I was 10 at the time and I was half asleep. I was scared to sleep in my room alone, in my own room alone. I went to the living room to sleep. I saw an image on the TV that resembled a demon. He was just there for five seconds, then left. I shook up that night. I was shook up that night. That happened on Halloween night. I don't know exactly the year because I'm bad when it comes to dates. Last Saturday at 1 p.m., I was taking a nap and I heard something very loud coming from the room beside my bed. I went inside the room and it was chilly. I already knew something was up with that. I avoided it just that once. Again, I heard a noise, but this time it was a hissing sound. I have very good senses, not to mention I can sense negative energy. I'm not going to tell you what it actually said, because it might be a little disturbing. I went to the room and recorded it with my cell phone. I played it over and over again. I heard static for the most part. I recorded it for about two minutes, and about the last 54 seconds in, I heard something spoken Latin. I'm dead serious. I knew from the back of my mind that it was the same demon that I saw on my television screen, and he was back to haunt me. I don't know his name, he didn't say. I could see, kind of see his features, because I also took a photo of him. The, this demon communicates with me by electronic devices or appliances, I figured. But it's a demon. If he wanted to show himself fully, then he would have, at least in my head. I, never, I have never been possessed by him or tortured, but it still lingers in the house. I did a few par- prayers in the night, but I think it left for now. It will be back. Every Halloween, he's always back. I don't know what this being might be. It could be a ghost or a demon, but whatever it is, it's evil. I have to describe the pictures for next time. I can't really post it on here because my phone sucks. I have to buy a new one. For now, I'm saving it for reference. I hope you guys enjoyed the story. Unlike my other stories, this one I think people can relate most to. You could try to debate this or help me, but I don't recommend taking pictures or record experiences because it may provoke a spirit. only for the diehard ghost hunter. So I'm going to try a seance soon, but I'm gonna I'm going to regret it later on. <laughs> so hopefully I can show you the pictures one day. Thanks. Okay, the last one's called the Halloween Cat. Today as I'm typing this up is October 3rd. This is 28 days before Halloween, which many of you ghost hunters are waiting for. Now, some of you who believe in ghosts but are not scared by Halloween should listen to what I'm about to say. There is a ghost flying around my elementary school on Halloween. I told my fifth grade class three years ago about this boy who died near a house that was down the block from the school. He now walks around, not as a spirit, but as a black cat my elementary school, there is always, like a few days before Hallow's Eve, a Halloween party for the kids. When my friends and I went into the bathroom, we heard a meowing and scratching on the window. Next thing you know is that all the girls were running and screaming out of the bathroom, except me. I have been believing in ghosts since, 2000, since 2003. That was when this huge blackout happened and I saw something, but that's a totally different story. I was kind of freaked out because I made the whole story about the boy dying, all up. Before I left the bathroom, something strange happened. I walked out, and the next thing I knew was that I was in the hallway, near the front entrance. I don't really know how I got there, because I was right in front of the bathroom door. My friend ran outside and asked if I was feeling better. This is how our conversation went. Friend. Are you okay, Alyssa? You were acting totally weird a couple of minutes ago. Me. Me. I was. Friend. Yeah, you were screaming and chasing us around the gym. Me. I was. I was shocked. I didn't remember anything. I think that ghost boy got into my body and took revenge on me for telling his story. Now I'm telling you this story because I don't want it to happen again. You see, in my middle school, there's this thing called National Junior Honor Society, which is a thing in my school that puts all smart kids to volunteering work. I volunteered today... To work at that same party at my elementary school. I'm a little scared because what if that whole thing with the ghost kid happens again? Would it? Could it? Would he remember me? Is he still there? Hopefully I didn't scare you too much. Good night.